Good morning. Welcome to episode 171 of the Friendly Neighborhood Podcast. I'm Pat Cannon. And I'm Junior Turon. And this is also the final episode of the Friendly Neighborhood Podcast, at least for now. At least for now. If there's an outreach, if there's an outpouring of support, then we'll start everything up again. Or nobody said anything last couple of weeks. Or if we have an idea that we like, that we might start under a new name or something like that and try to start over. Like, right. uh, but not anytime soon, probably. Yeah. Uh, like I like I mentioned last week, we're going to review all the Doritos yeah. flavors. That's our yeah. new podcast. <laughs> and then we can expand that into reviewing the Cheetos flavors. Then we can expand that to reviewing the Oreo flavors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We can do all of the Lay's flavors yep. because they keep coming out with yep. new ones. We can, rev- we can get four yeah. flavors. We can review all the Pringles flavors. Yeah. See, we podcast writes itself. Yeah. Hashtag sponsored. Now that would be a dream. <laughs> if Frito Lays just like sponsors us to review their their food, yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm on board. Anyway, all right. So, so since yeah. this is the potentially final episode, probably is. Um, Pat and I wanted to talk about some of our favorite episodes from the last 170 episodes that yep. we recorded. Is it? Three years, three and a half About years. Three and a half years. Yeah, we started it the last week of February, twenty seventeen. Wow, that's amazing. And why, or the reason why I remember that is because also the following week, our second episode, because of the timing when everything came out, then we reviewed Breath of the Wild, Horizon, and Logan. Oh yeah, that's that was right. our second episode. Yeah, because they all came out the, the same week. Right, right. That that first episode was oh, awful. Yeah. yeah. But that's because we didn't know yeah, what we were Yeah, we didn't doing. even know how to talk on mic yet at that point. No. I think I can say that we've gotten yes. better. We've gotten better at talking on Definitely. mic. We've gotten better uh, at just podcasting in general. Yeah, we've both um, developed the skill set for podcasting at this point. Yeah. We're still not, we're not great. We're not great, but, but we're not amateurs anymore. Right. Uh, because if, like we're both better at talking on mic. Um, we're both much better at editing. Uh-huh. Because you do most of the editing, but even when I have to edit an episode here and there, I'm a lot better than I used to be. Yeah. So, uh, but what's uh, started happening for us is as time went on and there wasn't big things happening, it was really hard to come up with topics. Right. But uh, I think where we really hit our stride, though, early on was episode six. Episode That was the first, uh, the See, first that... episode that we had Joe on. That was the last episode that we didn't know yes <laughs> Every, everything after yep. that we numbered so yeah episode six was switching up yep. with joe that's because i had and... gotten the switch so we were so we started talking about right. the switch and joe was on that episode right right no it's funny even uh uh, uh show how much things have changed you know since the switch uh because originally uh with um the nintendo reveal the switch and everything that january mm-hmm. uh I didn't watch it at that point, uh, but I saw pre-orders went up, so I found a pre-order from Target. So I pre-ordered yeah. it. Then I saw the event. It was a fucking awful event. So I canceled my <laughs> pre-order for the Switch. Oops. And then what ended up happening is I got a bundle on it a month later. Uh, be, uh, so oh, the bundle, I right, got right. Breath of the Wild. I got the mm-hmm. DLC for Breath of the Wild without paying for it. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, Super Bomberman R and mm-hmm. Snipper Clips. Right, right. And that's how I ended up getting the Switch. Yeah, I remember that. So when we talked about Breath of the Wild in episode two, it was just me talking about yep. it on the Wii U. Huh. You were talking about that. I was talking about Horizon. Oh, 
Got because it. I was playing Horizon on PS4. Right, right. Interesting. And then we talked about Breath of the Wild again when once I got the Switch uh, for Episode 6. Right. And then it looks like Episode 11 was the first time that you and I came up with ideas for TV yep. shows. That was, would Batman and Zelda make good yeah, TV I, shows? Yeah, I, I pitched my idea for a Batman show, and you pitched your idea mm-hmm. for a Zelda show. Yep. I think that both of them would still make good yes. shows. But if we were to revisit those, I think that we'd have better pitches. Oh, ab- absolutely, we would. Not that I've listened to episode 11 in a while. Yeah. Uh, also, episode <laughs> but, 11 was our first episode to do well. Yeah. But that was because I broke the rules of Reddit. Right. And, and that's why after that, I stopped posting on Reddit, uh, because that because I didn't want to get banned. Uh, yeah. Because what was happening is I posted in a, in a couple of subreddits, and all of them had, I didn't realize had rules against self promotion. Right, right. But uh, people uh, uh, clicked in because of that. Right. So what you should have done is created a separate account and said, "Wow, I found this great podcast." <laughs> yeah. And linked to it instead of saying, "I have this podcast." See, it's it's all about the verbiage, yeah. Pat. But uh, but that definitely uh, got us some listeners at that point just for one episode because they didn't come back they they were they, they didn't sub no that episode is currently sitting at one hundred and seventy two listeners although you know episode has our most listens to date our review our review Which of Easy Universe yeah interesting last I checked it was sitting at two hundred even hmm. good for us but I mean you can looking yeah. at the episodes you can kind of see where. Which episodes did better and which episodes did? Yeah. Um, and the ones that did better were definitely anything that had to do with a Marvel property. Yeah. Or anything having to do with a major event. Right. Like uh, our like for our recent episodes, DC fandom clearly did better than anything else around it. Yeah. Uh, Trying to find our, our least played episode. Uh, it's going to be our most recent episode. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, our, last week's episode is only at like 14. Everything else is er, 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 all, pretty much everything else is broken twenty. Yeah, episode twenty one only has twenty seven, and that was the state of the DCEU. Yeah, that's when they announced a bunch of shit in the fan for the first time. Right, right, right. Wow, I never went back and actually looked at some of the older episodes and how terribly they did. Twenty seven. Even our most recent episode has half of that, and it came out last week. That's right. That's disappointing. Yeah. But what what were some of your favorite things to talk about? Maybe not episodes, but well, um, I, topics or ideas. I know another topic that, well, again, was early on for us that I really had a lot of fun with. Uh, and I kind of wish we did more stuff like this. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was episode 17, where we reviewed the old Batman movies. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, and I kind of wish we kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit more and uh, reviewed yeah. like old movies like that. I mean, that's kind of what you and I are going to be doing when we stop. Right. right no, but I'm, I'm saying as episodes, like like early on. Yeah, no, I'm mean, of like, uh, like, say, just uh, even if we put them all one episode and just talk about, say, like the old X Men movies, like the original movies or something like that, like the old Spider Man, Tobey Maguire movies, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and just talk about those for an episode. Uh, because the only that was really the only time we ever really did that. Otherwise, that just became nerd warning. If we had seen something that we felt like we talked about, yeah, that's true. And even then, most of the times, nerd warning was not stuff we had seen before; it was stuff we hadn't seen. Yeah. No, you're but right. One segment I'm glad I mean, we got rid of because it was a pain in the ass to come up with stuff to talk about was Pat's pull list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 
it was it was a good idea. Oh, the, pro- um, the problem is is that you didn't read week to week comics like I did. So the, right, so, and that's so, that's one of the. So reasons. you had nothing to bring to the table. So it was just so it was just that's me describing that I wanted yeah. there. So it was just me it's describing because, what happened in the issues that week that I that I read. Yeah, and what started happening I mean, in, in hindsight yeah. it makes sense. So what started happening is I started uh, trimming it as we went on, and the, this episode mm-hmm. issue wasn't that great. I'm not going to talk about that one. I only talked about the significant ones, and then we eventually just yeah. spaced out completely and it became nurse novels. That that shows growth in the podcast um because if i'm not mistaken some of the early episodes you were talking about the comics that you were reading and that was great but i wanted a place for it so then we we created past pull list because alliterations are fun anyway um and then we realized that you having to read all these or similar to the podcast it started feeling a little bit more like work than for fun because you were reading them and you weren't reading them for enjoyment. You were reading them for enjoyment, but also thinking about what you were going to have to talk about on that week's podcast. Right. Uh, uh, well, no, no, so, it wasn't even that. Uh, what was because because I was still reading them for enjoyment regardless because I still read them to this day. But uh, sure. uh, what's happening is I had to remember the details of each issue. Well, uh, that, that's uh, what uh, I mean. Like uh, you were reading it for yeah, enjoyment. And what, ha- what, what started happening is some weeks I might have had twenty comics to read. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I read them all, but I don't remember what happened in this issue of the Flash versus this issue of Batman. Right, right. So it was it was taking a little bit of the enjoyment out of it because you needed to read it with the intent of remembering. Yeah, or or or, 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 or to read to, right. And that that just wasn't yeah. Fair and then what was started happening is. I had my phone out as we were recording, looking through my comicsology, seeing what I had actually read that week. So, so right. I, that could jog my memory. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm glad that we did we did it replace it with nerds and novels. And nerds and novels had some great books that we read. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But the problem is, is it became homework. Yeah. Just like everything else with this podcast, <laughs> it, it became homework. yeah. Even books that we've read yeah. in the past, rereading it felt like like homework. Yeah. And that's just not homework's right. not fun. I don't care who you yeah. are. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I oh, uh, other episodes that I always had a lot of fun with, uh, which obviously didn't happen this year per se, uh, was mm-hmm. our E three predictions. Right. I always had a lot of fun with those. Uh, and in the same vein, this year I had a lot of fun with our Xbox event predictions. The prediction episodes yeah. were fun, whether it were whether it was. Uh, predictions for an E3 or um, or the Xbox predictions, like you mentioned, or if we were predicting um, Game Awards. Game Awards, yep. I also enjoyed the episodes where we went to a con and yes. we talked about this. Yes, yeah, like going to Trevicon or going to PAX, going to New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, th- those were always good. Uh, and I also enjoyed when we did the fan castings. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, was always a lot of fun. Uh, made us think like who would be good in this role, right? And those are fun discussions. Yeah, the the episodes where you and I had discussions yeah. were definitely more fun than a lot of the review episodes. Yes, well, because um, uh, for a lot of the review episodes, it became summaries in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, became, it was us like just saying this is what happened in the movie. Not so, not talking not talk about the movie yeah. itself, and that's definitely one of the places that you and I yes. grew is, and you grew a little bit faster than I did, and I can certainly uh, take my lumps there. But when we started, it was 
this happened and then this happened and then this happened. Oh, I missed a point. This happened before that. And it was messy. Now I think that we've gotten a little bit better at reviewing and talking about things. But at the end of the day, you and I still aren't reviewers. Um, You're definitely better with words than I am, but neither of us are necessarily good. It's not like we, like we could necessarily take one of your written pieces on, on the website and submit it to IGN or something and, and have them actually put it out. And that's not saying that it's bad. It's just not up to IGN. It's not not up to a written and actual publisher view standards. Right. Um, And that, that was one of the issues that I had with the podcast in general is I didn't feel like we had our own voice. We had our own opinions, but what were we doing that kind of funny wasn't already doing or that IGN wasn't already doing or GameSpot wasn't already doing. Right. And, and that's if we do end up launching something else, we need to not only find our own voice, we also need to find our own thing, our own X factor. Well, if we do start something else, as I've said before, I think we need to find our own niche and not be as broad as this is. Right. So we need to zero in. Are we going to talk about, say movies and then in that case are we a specific franchise right that we talk about and i think that looking at other podcasts that only have two hosts or three hosts they are a lot more focused in on one thing Uh, again i'll bring up kind of funny but kind of funny is able to talk about movies and tv shows and video games and comic books because they have the staff that Maybe doesn't specialize in, but has a passion right. for. Yeah, so so like they have Greg who focuses in on gaming and comics. Uh, Nick right. focuses in on the movies. So mm-hmm. th- there, there you go. That that's how they they could do that. Right, and they not to keep harping on them, but if you don't listen to them already, you definitely should because if you're listening to us, they're doing it better. Um, they have the games cast where they talk about games. And Nick's not on it because he doesn't have that passion right. for games. He worked at IGN, sure, but he wasn't. He's not a quote unquote right. gamer. He plays games, yes, but he he doesn't have that that fire in him like Greg and Tim and Blessing and yeah. Emron and <laughs> all the other people that show up on Gamescast. Right. Do. Well, well, also, and the others all worked in editorial at IGN, except right. except Tim. Tim worked in video, but Nick worked right. in video. He was just a video producer. Video producers don't oh, even exactly. care about the content. Yeah. And that's that's one of our downfalls, I guess, is when we started, kind of funny was a a motivator yes. for us. They um only stupid answers kind of gave us some yep. ideas. Um there were a couple that you brought up, uh Syncast. And uh, uh, yeah, Syncast, which is Cinemasins podcast, uh Sip right. Pop, which is related to them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh th- those are ones I took inspiration from as well. Yeah, those those influenced us, and ours doesn't follow any of the ours uh, format yeah. that the other ones do. But we we borrowed yeah. a well, lot of. That's how most them. podcasts start. Uh, uh, so mm-hmm. ours was an amalgamation of all these other podcasts that, that we listened sure. to. But what happened is we didn't grow past that exactly because every podcast starts as that, and then it becomes its own thing. Mm-hmm. Ours didn't really hit that point where it became its own thing. 
Right. But I think that's in part because we didn't get the listeners. Upbeat. Right. If if we were able to get feedback. Right. Uh, yeah, because one thing I always wanted to do, but we never got listeners to do it, which is why I used to always throw the email address into the outro. I wanted like mm-hmm. a, a like a listener mail segment, like sure. a Q&A type thing. I wanted that, but that never was able to happen. I mean, you, you look at, at some of the podcasts that you and I listen to, like kind of funny, like, um, oh my God, like Hollywood yep. Babylon. They ha- they have built in segments where people are writing right. into them. Those are segments that they don't need to think yeah. about. They can just riff off of exactly. each other and and the user. I want mail. us to get to that point, and we never did. And it's it's not like they didn't put blood, sweat, and tears into what they were doing, but they had reached a point where the pod kind of ran itself at right. some point. So I have uh, a couple things to point out though with all the podcasts we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um uh and and everything like that. One thing that they had that we didn't, which is why they're a built audience. audience. Uh because mm. Hollywood Babylon, Kevin Smith. Uh right. kind of funny, they're from IGN. Greg was yeah. on Podcast Beyond for many years before a kind of funny was ever a thing. I mean for a while Greg was kind of the face of IGN. Yes, he was. Greg and Colin both. Uh, right. were the faces right. of IGN for probably two, three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and then uh, uh like uh uh, only three answers that came from SourceFed. Uh, right. Then you have uh, Syncast, CinemaSense, major YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Right. Like uh, these guys all had built in audiences. Even like we listened to like the Star Wars New Kingdom Book Club. They're all YouTubers who mm-hmm. are on that who came together to do that podcast. Right. And I mean, they don't get sponsors. They're just doing it for fun. But because they're YouTubers, they were able to transition into podcasting, I think, a little bit. Yeah, easier. and they have an audience because of that. Mm-hmm. And we're not making, at least I'm not making excuses for why we didn't no. do well. There's been plenty of podcasts that started as a group of people sitting down talking and it gained popularity. Yeah. It's the same thing with, with YouTube right. videos. Oh, so uh, here's our problem that happened, why we never grew. Uh, nobody, even in our friend group, ever shared it. Since yeah. day one, nobody ever retweeted it. Nobody ever shared it on Facebook to get from a different audience. Right. The people who were doing that were you and me. Right. Right. That's same audience. That's the same audience yeah. over and over again. So no, we're not getting anybody mm-hmm. new. Exactly. And we we tried, and we got business cards. We tried to market that way, but neither of us were comfortable just walking up to random people. So we put them in card holders. We hung them on bulletin boards. We handed them out when we went to cons. To some of the creators, yep. and they listen whatever um, we did, and they would share it uh, for those episodes. Sure, uh, because they just like to get the fact that we were talking about their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing that I can say is, you and I were always very respectful of people's yes. works, even if we didn't necessarily like it. We found the good yes. in it, and well, we, because we meant because we knew that they were listening. Also, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we we didn't want to completely share right. on things because. That's not who we right. are. I shit on Sony as a joke. Yeah. Do I respect Sony for having a console that so many people like? Absolutely. But it's it's kind of a it's a played up version of how I yeah, actually uh, feel. Well, it's again comparing to kind of funny. That's like Greg's character against PC gaming. Right. Right. Where it's a TurboTax machine. And Minesweeper. Yeah, but that's all it is. It's a character you play. Right. Um, but in, in all honesty, when we didn't like something, we tried to 
we tried to mention it with with kid gloves or we didn't lean heavily into what we didn't like uh, unless it was something like the batman and robin episode that we talked that we did or batman forever where we went heavy into how bad it was because that's the running joke everybody online says that it's bad so we we leaned into that but Uh, even then you and i found the good yeah and even then like for example going to like nerd warning how often do we actually have warnings? Mm-hmm. I have one this you week. But, uh, but, how, but really, how often do we? It's not often. Most times it's recommends. It's, right. And part of that is because you and I aren't going to consume things that we're not going to like. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times you don't know that going in, though. Right, right. And that's uh, spoilers for my, for my warning. It's a game that I played on Game yeah. Pass. So it's not like I spent right. money on it. But... How often and like and like a few of mine were things I saw with A list. Right. How often do you see a movie that you, that you know you're? Let me rephrase that. How often do you go see in to go see a movie that you're not positive that you're going to enjoy? Right. But even then, like or this year, all the new movies are like on Netflix or Hulu or something. Right. So right. so, so, so they're part of your year, subscription this year. Right. This year's a little bit different, as you can tell, um, with the fact that a lot of things are part of a streaming yes. service. Or Game Pass, you can you can try these things out. But last year, hopefully next year, it's not like you're going to go to a movie on a whim. Chances are you have something better to do than possibly waste two hours of your time on a movie that's subpar, if not right. worse. It'd be different if if you personally, Pat Cannon, went and got went to go see Mamma Mia. Here we go right. again. See, uh, see, I. Uh, have done that with movies, uh, but mm-hmm. mostly uh, it's stuff that either looks interesting from the trailer and ends up not being good in the end, or right. uh, it's because I had a list and before that movie pass. Yeah, uh, right. You're not going to go right. into something expecting it right. to be bad. But like for example, uh, I saw a couple movies last year that were fucking atrocious mm-hmm. uh, in theaters. Like I hated uh, Rambo: Last Blood. Right, but you didn't go into that movie. Thinking, oh, this is going to be awful. I'm going right. to watch it. It's going to be yeah. content for the uh, podcast. No, it looked like it was going to be a decent action movie. And it was, it was uh, Rambo. Yeah, because it was Rambo. It was not what I wanted at all. Um, mm-hmm. uh, th- uh, then also, uh, another example from last year, Dumbo. I fucking hated that movie. Again, it's not like you went into it expecting it to be bad. It just turned yeah, out to be bad. It was a Disney live action remake. I expected it to be on the level of the other ones. It was much worse than the other ones. Mostly because it was directed right. by Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> um uh and I'm not a Tim Burton fan outside of a handful of stuff from like the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last decent Tim Burton movie that I can sit through is probably Mars Attacks, which is like ninety six. Because all, I I like Beetlejuice, I like the Batman movies, but <laughs> that's yeah. about it. I can watch Mars Attacks. Uh, and, and we've mentioned Sleepy and, Hollow. And Sleepy Hollow. So so that one's a little bit later, so I like Sleepy Hollow as well. But like yeah. when you get uh like Dumbo, which is bad. Uh, it's, it's, Dumbo is uh, bad. Also, Willy Wonka was yeah. not that good. And also, again, from movies last year, the other one I really didn't like that came out last year was Hellboy. And, I, and based on the trails, the trailer looked awesome. The movie sure. was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was was on the bottom tier of comic book movies ever made. Right. And that's saying yeah. something because we've had Catwoman. It's better than Catwoman. It's better than Superman <laughs> 4. Okay. Uh, Steel. Maybe on par with Steel. I think Green Lantern was better. 
Okay. Uh, so can I give you where that's at? <laughs> the bottom tier, but upper yeah. bottom tier. Yeah, no, uh, uh, it's not Superman versus the nuclear man. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, all that being said, yeah, we do try to focus more on the positive here. Mm-hmm. And we'll... Uh, and uh, one thing I always liked about going to cons and stuff was even just talking with the creators, and then they would even ask us what we talk about on the podcast because obviously we'd be wearing podcast shirts or hoodies or something. Um, and right, and, 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 and handing the business cards and uh, saying, "Hey, we want to talk about your thing on the po- the podcast." Uh, uh, and they were always interested because they like talking to content creators. We were content creators. Um, right. And we always like talking to creators because we like we like them pitching their product to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times we would use their pitch in our review. Right. I I always enjoy talking to content creators because, especially as something like Terrificon, yeah, it's a it's a smaller venue. You and I for a long time tried to focus on smaller, not one of the big two, comics for nerds right. and novels because some of the other guys, the smaller guys need attention right. too. I mean, every once in a while we dipped into Marvel or DC, but that's just because they have more consistently good. Right. Books. Oh, and also the thing is for the small guys, we, uh, their business model a lot of times is word of mouth. We need to have heard about it. And mm-hmm. also because we weren't making any money off of the podcast. So right. we were looking for the cheapest way possible to get some of these things. So at a certain yeah. point, it became is it on comics Comicsology Unlimited. If it's not, we're not going to read mm-hmm. it, right? Um, uh, because we had a membership to Comicsology Unlimited, and right, right. yeah, uh, uh, some of these books are on there, but a lot of these small guys are not on there. So 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 exactly. it got to the point where it was you know, there was creator owned books, yeah, but it was like the bigger ones, like from Image, uh, right? <laughs> like or Dark Horse. It wasn't like these small, like really super indie guys. Uh, like mm-hmm. we get at the cons, and that's what that's what I think right. you and I wanted more focus on. But that stuff's just not on unlimited, right? We'd we'd have to go out of our way to find those, and especially this year without cons being around, it's harder to get that word yeah. out. Uh, uh, so, because uh, a lot of these, we have never even heard of the books or the creators. So why would we know about it to even talk about it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, shame on us. We don't have our local comic book shop that we have a great relationship with the staff right. there. It's not like we can go in and shoot the shit with with comic book guy. Right. I used to have that years ago. Right. Uh, because it, oh, time where both of us grew up, there was a great comic book shop called called Fables. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it went under mostly because the owner was a drug addict and wasn't paying his rent, was spending money on cocaine and heroin instead. I mean, listen, cocaine's really fun from yeah. what I hear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the shop where I started really reading comics from. Yeah. Because actually, I remember the first books I picked up from there. What were they? Battle for the Cowl. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, which then uh, it led me into uh, the stuff I was reading from there. I was reading... Blackest Night. I was like, that was that era of DC that I was reading. Right. Um, and also, I remember the other first book I picked up with Battle for the Cowl was actually Batman Cacophony, the Kevin Smith book. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, because at this, up until that point, I had just been reading trades. Because, mm-hmm. uh, cause, so this was 2009. I started reading comics in 2008. Right. Because of Dark Knight and Iron Man both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I said, you know what? I, I, I like these movies. I would kind of want to understand where they come from. Yeah, uh, so sense. then. 
I remember the first comic I ever picked up was The Killing Joke. Right, Second nice. one, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. All right. Yeah. Classic. Uh, and then I went from there, went right to like Long Halloween uh, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then once I kind of exhausted all the major Batman stories, then I dove into adjacent characters. So right. that's when I started diving into the Justice League, which led me to Green Lantern, which led me to the Flash, which led me to Superman. And the Batman right. books also led me right. to reading like Nightwing mm-hmm. or like the Birds of Prey and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and now uh, I know a lot about these characters, and now I kind of know who I want to focus on and who I don't. Yeah, I think I started reading comics because you started reading comics. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 and you let me borrow and, a few. Yeah, and, and I was kind of was kind of telling you about some of these storylines uh, mm-hmm. that you would never see on the big screen, and I think that that's right, right, like the Killing yes. Joke, like uh, Battle for the yeah. Cowl. I was going to say like Long Halloween, but it looks like the Batman is going to have some some semblance of Long Halloween right. in there. But yeah, but, but even stuff like Blackest Night, mm-hmm. you're, you're never going to see that on a big screen. No, I mean, some of these some of these stories, the reason that they're so good is because they can pull from years and years of character development and setup. And the reason that Endgame was so good is because there were. 20 what 21 other yeah. movies prior yeah. setting setting this thing up since first avenger they've been setting up thanos oh uh, no, or uh, the no yeah, since first avengers not the first avenger okay that's what yeah. i mean well because the, uh, the, the test director was captain america first avenger but they were but yeah. thanos appeared in the post credits of avengers sure sure but the tesseract ended up being one of the stone yeah but uh but uh the ether oh the ether was after that yeah you're right yeah, that was the first stone. I mean, I'm sure that they had these these ideas since maybe not Iron Man, but Iron Man 2 at least. Well, because I think the original thought for the Tesseract before it became one of the Infinity Stones was actually that was going to be the Cosmic, Cosmic Cube. Cube. Yeah. yeah. Which is something completely different, not an Infinity Stone. Right. So maybe not even, at least, at least since the first Avengers yes. movie, um, they were setting right. this up. So you had. What fifteen movies? Yeah, setting up setting up this two part yeah. movie to to do something like Blackest Night. You're going to need to set up so many characters ahead of yeah. time. You'll need to set up the you'll them. need to set up the entire Green Lantern Corps, the all the other cores. Uh, you don't need to spend a whole lot of time on the oh, other cores. You 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 yes, you need to set up at least the Green Lanterns, and with that, I would say the Sinestro yes. Corps. Just because they go hand right. in hand, mentioned set up the idea of the other cores, and then you, you can set up the the black. Well, Lantern. no, because there's a vital part of Blackest Night that uh, that requires all the cores. Yeah, right, right. Uh, you you set yeah. them up uh, because because but remember need... when like uh, the Flash becomes a blue lantern and Lex becomes an orange lantern. Yeah, you need to set them up and give them a little bit of screen yeah. time, but it's not like they all need their no, own. No, movie. no, not at all. Uh, but with all the characters that die and then come yeah. back or uh, die you, and then don't come back and come back to Black Lantern. Uh, all the cores, you need to establish the Justice League. You need to establish the Teen Titans. You need to establish the JSA. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you, you need to establish um, the Bat Family. Not just, not, not just there, There's a lot of legwork I would need yeah, to go because, into. Because like, you would need, um, for example, Dick Grayson and Damien from the Bat side of things. I think that you can get away without Damien if you replace him with yeah. Tim. 
but there, there's just a lot of legwork that you need to do to well, because set up also with the last idea. night there was the whole part where um uh when the Justice League all became Black Lanterns mm-hmm. and it was because of their emotional connection to Bruce Wayne because he was dead right uh and that was the moment uh that everybody who was on the league who had ever died before and got resurrected became a Black Lantern. Mm-hmm. Which is, let's be honest, the entire fucking Justice League. I mean, yeah. Well, because do you remember how Barry and Hal avoided being turned into Black Lanterns? Didn't Barry grab Hal and then run a second yep. into the future? And that mm-hmm. lost the connection to the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so then, you, then you also need to set up the fact that the Flash has time yep. travel and can then do it at yep. will. At least... For short bursts, without the need of the cosmic. Honestly, cardinal. there's only one place right now they'd be able to pull this off, and it's the CW with the history mm-hmm. they have there. And instead of Bruce right. Wayne, the catch up would be to Oliver Queen. Yeah, uh, uh, they, they could definitely do that in a yeah, couple of years. That that would be what they just need to establish the Green Lanterns in the course at this point. Otherwise, they've established everything right. else already uh, mm-hmm. that they need in the, in the Arrowverse. And as long as people are willing to come yeah. back to reprise yeah. their roles, like obviously you would need Stephen yes. Mal. But you can also bring back, um, well, I guess Sarah Lance is already yeah. there. <laughs> but Laurel could come back as a Black yeah. Lantern. Um, Roy, he died. No. Didn't he? He got engaged oh. to Thea in the finale okay. of Arrow. Thea can come back. She definitely died. I don't know if, if that actress would want to come back. Thea's alive. She died and then came back. She wasn't actually dead. She was near death. She was near really? death. She didn't die. So they twisted yeah, a little bit, yeah. and uh, but um, no, like like uh, no, but you know who they bring back as Black Lanterns? What about Malcolm? Malcolm would be cool. Damian Dark, bring back the villains that they killed off. Mm-hmm. Thawne, who may or may not be alive. No, so they, so what happened is they actually wrote an out for Tom Cavanaugh for Thawne in season six, okay. the last this past season, because yeah. when they did the exorcism from Nash. He's out mm-hmm. there. He's just formless. He's looking for a new body. Oh, okay. But Thawne is still alive, but he's just not in the body of Harrison Wells anymore. Got it. So that, that's why you don't need Tom Cavanaugh anymore to play Thawne. Thawne could be anybody now. Which is yeah. disappointing. But no, the, the theory ha- going is because of Crisis, it might be Eddie. That they bring oh. him back and he'll be th- he'll be the new Thawne. Okay, okay. I like it. But anyway, I think we talked enough about that. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Yeah, I, this episode is just kind of yeah. aimless. We're we're meandering around talking about things that that we liked, things that would be cool. Yeah, really, it's just you and I shooting yeah. the shit. Yeah, really, like like we did three and a half years ago before we started yeah. the podcast. So, um, uh, have you seen any of the DC fandom multiverse thing? No. Okay. So I was watching bits and pieces of it. It's it's whatever, honestly. But there, but there was okay. uh, two cool panels. All right. Uh, one was the Young Justice panel. So okay, what they right. did is they got the voice cast together with the producers. And it was... They wrote a short episode for the panel. And they just performed it. This will never be an actual episode. Okay. They called it Young Justice uh, Season 3.9. Okay. Where they had a prologue, they had the episode, and then they had an epilogue. Uh, and uh, it was just cool just uh, seeing all the actors uh, also... Go back and forth between uh, characters and everything, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and there's one actor who wasn't able to be there, so they wrote his character out of the episode, which was Dick Grayson. Oh, uh, because he wasn't okay. able to be there, so they actually said he's away on some secret mission. <laughs> okay, so, so they, they, he's uh, yeah. busy. Uh, and uh, uh, 
also there are some uh, actors there that I didn't realize was the uh, the multiple characters that they played. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the actress who plays Artemis is also the computer that announces them when they when they zane a tube in. I didn't realize oh, okay. that. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> uh, so just um, uh, things like that, uh, but it was just cool just seeing them just perform it. Yeah, uh, and and then the other thing was also a performance. Uh, so there was a panel from a group called the Creative Coalition, and their mm-hmm. whole thing is about preserving the arts and everything. And what they did, they okay. took scripts from old Superman radio dramas from the forties and had a bunch yeah. of famous actors performing them. Oh, that's awesome! So, like uh, for example, uh, one uh, the narrator for one of them was Terry Crews. Nice. Um, uh, there, uh, the, uh, the first one, uh, that they did was about the destruction of Krypton. So, um, uh, Jor-El was, uh, was played by Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. Uh, then, uh, there was another, the second one I was watching was, um, uh, so the first time Superman seen on earth. And of course he's played by Tim Daly. Okay. Uh, nice. uh who, as some, most of you may know, Superman from Superman, the animated series. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, there was a professor that uh, yeah, he had to rescue, played by Henry Winkler. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, uh, like, it was just famous actors that just got together to, uh, to do this. Uh, and a lot of these other ones you might just recognize. Uh, and it was, it was just kind of cool. It was, and they were just performing uh, in earnest uh, these radio dramas from the 40s. That's really cool. Um, and these ones, I don't know if they're going to keep them up afterwards, because what they did, uh, rather than having a schedule, every mm-hmm. single panel was, was on demand for this one. That's cool. I'm hoping that when I have time, I can sit down and watch them. Yeah, uh, uh, because if it's 24 hours, if, if they uh, are sticking to that, then it's over uh, this afternoon. Uh, the other th- thing that they did was uh, there was uh, two screenings in there for movies. The first one mm-hmm. I talked about in the podcast a few weeks ago, uh, Superman Man Tomorrow. So right. what happened is because everything got pushed back to this time instead of the old August date. See, if, if they kept it to the August date, the following day was when the movie, was when the movie came out. Yeah. So it was, the intro would have made sense. The right. intro to the movie was Matt Bomer. And mm-hmm. he was saying, yeah, uh, this is um, uh, the fir- a first look at the movie. Uh, for, you're the first people in the world who are ever going to see it. <laughs> Oops. Movie's been on digital since the twenty third, yeah, <laughs> of August. Uh, so it's been almost a month now that uh, that uh, the movie's been available. Uh, but right. you would have been able to watch it for free as part of DC Fandom if it was part of the original Fandom. Right, but right. still, if you haven't seen it yet, the movie's free. It's up there. Uh, and then there's another. Then he said, followed by a panel. The panel is a separate video in the thing uh, that he moderates. Okay. Uh, and actually that panel i think uh i haven't watched the one on dc fandom but i think this is the one where they uh they had said those other anime movies like long halloween were announced uh okay. last time because they said it was a panel for that movie so that's on there and then there's a screening or a documentary about Dwayne mcduffie oh so those are the cool things right now at dc fandom yeah those do sound cool and then there was a uh one of those panels where they kind of just look back at stuff and talk about like topics mm-hmm. Uh, there was one that yep. was called the All Villains panel, and it was okay. kind of cool. They actually got a lot of villains from the big and small screen together with a lot of the voice actors. Also, that came there were actually so okay. many of them they actually split up into two different panels. They're they're actually part wow. of the same thing. Uh, so because they both have the same moderator, which is Tiffany Smith, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, they the whole thing was an hour long. They split into two half hour panels that they stitched together. Oh, yeah. weird. Uh, uh, so uh, it's 
the f- the first one was a lot of the bigger actors. So like you had like John Glover mm-hmm. in there who was Lionel Luther. Uh, right. uh you had Mark Strong in there who uh, was Savannah and Shazam, and he was also mm-hmm. Sinestro on Green Lantern. We have to right, talk about right. that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Diedrich Bader was in there because uh, he played Lex Luthor in Red Sun. Uh, oh. uh, Jason Isaacs was in okay. there uh, uh, mm-hmm. because he's done so many animated voices and stuff like that. So, so you had actors like that, and then the second one was uh, Troy Baker, uh, John DiMaggio, Tara Strong, like the voice, the voice actors. Oh, the, the <laughs> heavy hitters for voice actors, yeah. Because mm-hmm. obviously Troy Baker nice. was talking about Joker. Um, Tara was talking about Harley. Uh, uh, John DiMaggio has played so many characters, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's cool. Uh, so, so that, that was kind of cool. You just just seeing them t- uh, talking about the villains, and actually, the better points I think were made with the animated voice actor ones uh, because they they know the characters better uh, in a lot of cases. Uh, so, like uh, they were talking about how like they're like the modern Shakespearean characters and everything, how everybody brings their own thing to it and, uh, and everything like that. Uh, obviously, Troy didn't say he kind of ripped off Mark Hamill when he did his Joker. <laughs> in the past, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, but he didn't say that in this panel. <laughs> uh, right. Because uh, also, even with the live action uh, actors, uh, another one that was there, uh, which was interesting, uh, they had the guy who plays Tobias Well on Black Lightning. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so they kind of had a mix of kind of every type of thing there. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, a mix of um, the movies, the TV shows, the games, the animation. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, most of Troy's voice acting has been the games for DC. Right. Between right, Arkham right. Origins and uh, Telltale and Lego Batman games. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah. But yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, but otherwise, like uh, all the TV show panels were so boring because they can't show anything. <laughs> because they don't, because have, they don't anything. have anything. So like, the Flash showed a trailer, yeah. right? It was entirely mm-hmm. from the next episode that would have come out. Right. And they called it their season trailer. <laughs> they filmed because that. Because the episode was 85% done before the shutdown. Yeah. They haven't gone back yet. So right. <laughs> uh, so the Flash had nothing to show. Uh, Doom Patrol had nothing to show. Uh, Titans had nothing to show. Um, uh, like like all these shows, they had nothing to show because they haven't filmed yet anything yet. But uh, mm-hmm. all, So what they were, they were the panels were just kind of look back to the old seasons. Uh, right. Talk about favorite moments and stuff. That That's all they were. <laughs> Crazy. Yep. All right. Do you want to move on to the recording? All right. Um, So I mentioned to Pat before we started recording that I want to bring up my warning before we talk about the recommendations so we can end on some positives. But I do have a warning. Um, So I mentioned last week, the week before, that Sarah and I have been playing Super Lucky Tale on Xbox. Um, We more or less beat it. There's a few extra levels similar to the Mario games where you beat Bowser and then there's the star road or whatever you want to call them. They're like super hard levels. Kind of like what Odyssey did also with like the moon stuff at the end. Uh, Yes. Yeah. And also opening up like the Mario 64 mushroom kingdom and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, Hey, you beat the main game, but now take everything that you've learned and do it in these incredibly difficult levels. Um, So we're, we're there, and I was getting frustrated. She was getting frustrated because there were just a couple levels that we could not get through. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's go to Game Pass. Let's download some games. Um, I downloaded this game called Tracks. Tracks. Never heard of it. And, well, it's on Game Pass. I don't recommend it because it's a warning. It's literally just building a train, like a wooden train track. There's no point to the game. You're just building 
a train set. Oh. Yeah. You start off and there's one piece of track and the train on top of it. And there's a quick tutorial showing you how you can change the pieces and change the colors. Is this kind of like one of those like bridge builder type games? I guess. I've never played a bridge builder type game because they don't yeah. seem interesting to me. Well, that's but why they try to make no those point. things there's more no... interesting because like then they just announced like a Walking Dead one for oh, a bridge they? builder. Yeah, and there's a portal one. So uh, they, oh, they, yeah. they, they try to make those things more interesting by introducing other franchises to them. Yeah, this is just real boring. I I made a track that does a figure eight, and it's kind of cool because when you hit the menu button, you go into train view mode, and then you it's like you're sitting in the train. But that's about it. Okay. <laughs> and then I learned that if the train doesn't have track to go on, it just drives forever. Just on the ground. Oh, I would have I, I would have <laughs> derailed. No, no, it just falls off the train the track and keeps going. So at one point I was playing around with it. I, I spent maybe 15 minutes playing the game. I removed one of the sections of the figure eight and I had the train go and it went off the track. And then I went back to track building mode and I did my thing. And I'm like, all right, how do I get the train back? And Sarah goes, I don't know, you just let it go on forever. And I zoomed out really, really, really far. And you could just see my little train chugging away, (laughs) away from the track. I'm like, oh, huh. And then I turned off the game and I downloaded Untitled Goose Game. And we've been playing that. I like that one. That's a lot more fun. Yeah, I have it on Switch. It's it's just silly fun. At some point, maybe I'll try and 100% the game because that's something that you can do. But it's it's just dumb fun. But let's let's go to some positive things. You have a recommendation? So my recommendation is a very broad recommendation. Yeah, you're not joking. Uh, so I finished the campaign for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, and then I said, you know what? This got me kind of in a Marvel mood. So I signed up for Marvel Unlimited. Okay. Uh, so that's my recommendation is Marvel Unlimited. Uh, and they literally do have everything on there. Uh, yeah. They, I think they said they had like 27,000 comics. Uh, wow. So... I went through and I reread because uh, I haven't read it in many years now. The New Avengers uh, from two thousand four. So mm-hmm. I actually read the entire series because I was just quick to breeze through. Uh, one yeah. thing I appreciated with the, with that series though was how nobody took those that team seriously as the Avengers. Oh, uh, really? So once Civil War was over and the team didn't have a Cap or an Iron Man, everybody kept mm-hmm. calling them the New Defenders. Oh, <laughs> because the characters are on it. Because you had Luke Cage, you had Jessica Jones, you had Iron Fist. Uh, it was Spider Man. It was Wolverine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it, so they called. They kept calling them the New Defenders. The New yeah. Defenders. Nice. <laughs> because everybody said, "Well, you guys supposed to be the New Defenders." So I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that running joke, uh, especially really? now that I know who the Defenders are. Right. <laughs> uh, and that. So I, I read that. Uh, and then one thing. I, there are some quality of life things I would love them to implement for DC Universe if DC Universe just moves a comic out. Mm-hmm. Uh, because. For example, you could search by any creator. Where DC Universe oh. doesn't have that. It's just a couple of key creators that they have. Like, right, probably right. Like, like Jeff Johns or Jim Lee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like for so for example, I, you can see it by any writer or an artist. So I ended up just going through um, Tom Taylor's stuff because I love Tom Taylor's work. And I had read his All-New Wolverine. I had read his Superior Iron Man. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know was a hero, um, a short X-Men series. Oh, really? Yeah, called X-Men Red. And this is because do you remember a couple of years ago they split the X Men into a bunch of different teams that were color coded? Yeah. So here are the X Men Red, which was led by Jean Grey because Jean Grey just come back; she's just been resurrected. And this is actually adult Jean Grey. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, and 
the story was really good. I highly recommend that one. Thanks. Uh, because it's her with like a peace plan um, uh, uh, to unite the world. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, uh, somebody out there who's trying to stop them. And it's uh, Cassandra Nova. Okay. Uh, so like in the end, there's this big battle on Genosha because that's where her hideout is. Uh, okay. Because what, what they she did, she miniaturized Sentinels to mm-hmm. nanite size. Oh, no. And they affect humans. Oh? And what they do is they inf- uh, they uh, and basically uh, infect them with hatred. What? So so basically, it looks like... Oh, I guess it, it kind of like makes sense. Against them. Mm-hmm. But it's, that's actually not true. That's weird, but okay. Uh, uh, and um, uh, so... Uh, because uh, uh, Cassandra Nova is a, a very, very powerful telepath on the level of like, Xavier. Uh, mm-hmm. So they come up with a plan when they go to attack uh, her on Genosha, and they all have Magneto helmets. Oh. <laughs> which I appreciate, including the Avengers. The Avengers show up, too, to help them out. Uh, so, so you see, like, Thor with a Magneto helmet, Iron Man with a Magneto helmet, Cap with a Magneto helmet. That's funny. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, I definitely like that one. Um, uh, and then there was another one uh, where Wolverine was being resurrected, because remember, he died a couple years back. Right, right. And it was Old Man Wolverine. Yeah, so there, there was something where his body was missing. And there was a mini series called The Hunt mm-hmm. for Wolverine. Where they were looking for his okay. body. And if there was a pact made at one point that uh, that Wolverine made with Tony Stark uh, that uh, said, if I ever die, make sure nobody ever gets their hands on my body. Okay. Uh, because of all the experimentation that has been done and everything, his healing factor, it could really change the world. Sure. Uh, so, uh, so Stark reunites the original New Avengers team. Uh, okay. Which is uh, it's uh, so it's Iron Man, it's Spider Man, it's Luke Cage, it's Jessica Jones, uh, mm-hmm. and they are the ones uh, who are hunting down Wolverine's body. Um, and like, like going, okay, uh, and right. they go up against like Mister Sinister and stuff. Yeah, uh, which was really cool. That does yeah. sound cool. So, so, so like I, I've been reading some stuff like that, uh, uh, and there's just a lot of good stuff. Like I'm not a fan of really modern Marvel for the most part. Fair enough. But like. I actually really enjoyed the era in like the mid two thousands to early twenty tens. All right, so right around the time that you got into comics. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, but uh, uh, but even then, I wasn't actively reading them at the time. I read them afterwards. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Is if if you decided to pick up some Marvel books rather than DC books at the beginning, you might be a Marvel fan rather than a right. DC fan, uh, because those are the books that you that you're gravitating to still now. Well, yeah, because so it's possible well, let's that look at what those books were. It was uh, New Avengers. It was uh, Civil War. It was Back in Black. It was uh, mm-hmm. Secret Invasion. It was um, uh, Dark Reign. That was that yeah. era. <laughs> so there were some really good books coming out, and it's it's in an alternate universe. You'd be a Marvel fan rather than a, a right. DC. But fan. I will say, looking objectively at it right now, for mm-hmm. the past, I say five years at least. DC stories are much better than Marvel's currently. Yeah. Um, and everybody's saying that. Uh, because uh, here's one thing I'll say. I'm not a huge fan of the writer they gave the X-Men to. And he's been doing he's been doing every right. X book. Mm-hmm. Uh because the writer is Jonathan Hickman. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of his work. Okay. Uh and that's why I haven't really liked any of the X-Men stuff as of late. Got Whereas it. like when Tom Taylor wrote like uh X-Men Red and he wrote All New Wolverine, I fucking loved it. Uh, and right. there's also a lot of like uh, Tom Taylorisms that happen in there, which I really enjoyed. Uh, if, if, if you read his books, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, um, I definitely recommend Marvel Unlimited. Uh, 
there's a seven day free trial. Uh, so, nice. so if you want to just check it out, just read books for like a week and then cancel it. After that, it's ten bucks a month. Not terrible. Yeah, uh, it just if you if you feel like reading Marvel comics, they also have every Star Wars comic ever written on there uh, wow. because they have they have all the old Dark Horse stuff from, from Legend. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, so so I've also been diving into some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, uh, and then you kind of just pick the creators you like and kind of just follow them around. I'll, but I will say this though, the era that I was talking about, that I did like in Marvel. One mm-hmm. thing I didn't like about it. Okay, what didn't you like? Uh, the books that weren't focused on the event, the books that weren't the events themselves, everything was a fucking tie-in. No, no book stood on its own in that era. So, for example, uh, New Avengers had like maybe two or three story arcs on its own mm-hmm. that never had its own story arc again. Oh. Because then it was like, okay, here's what's happening during Civil War. Here's what's happening during uh, Dark Reign. Here's what's happening uh, during Secret Invasion. Yeah. That's yeah, where everything was just tie-ins. Uh, so you weren't even getting the full story anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that uh, that's the part that kind of annoyed me with it, because even I started reading also some uh, Spider-Man from that era, just re- like going through like Amazing Spider-Man. Yep. So it went from so I start so I started uh, I forget what issue I started, but I started with, with the beginning of a story arc. So it was one story arc. At the end of the story arc, um, Peter's apartment was blown up and Aunt May's house is burned down. Okay. That's when they moved into Avengers Tower. Got it. Uh, so then there was a story arc where they where it was them getting acclimated. Then it was the other storyline, which went with another Spider-Man book uh, to get the complete story. And then it was the road to Civil War. Then it was Civil War. Then it was straight to Back in Black. So, uh, uh, so like, everything was, like, tied into something else in that era. Yeah. That, that, that's the part of Marvel that always annoyed me. Because DC wasn't like that except for Black Knight. But DC, right. it wasn't like, boom, 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 event, event, event for a series. It was like, okay, here's, like, two, three issues where we'll tie in. Then you'll go back to your story. Right, right. But what happened in that era... Marvel was just event, 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 event. Right, right. Which I'm glad DC stopped doing also. Because DC yeah. stopped doing that in New 52. Right. I mean, DC still has events. They still have events, but, they're but not... not on that scale. Uh, Marvel still does. Right. They're not as big, and they're definitely not yeah. as frequent. But Marvel still does that shit. Right. Because even when I was looking at other stories, and it was like, oh yeah, this ties into Civil War II, then this ties into this thing, then this ties into this thing. I was like, can't these books just stand on their own? Well, that's one of the complaints that you and I had when whenever we talk about yeah. Marvel is DC has an easier entry yes. point. You can jump in and with a little bit of research fill yeah. in the blanks. But with Marvel, you start reading and there's there's so much and you need to make sure that you either start at the beginning of a storyline or or you're gonna be lost. Because not only is it doesn't need to be the beginning of the storyline, it needs to not be in the middle of an event that you're jumping right on marvel does a real good job tying everything together but for new readers it's very difficult to there's a very high point of entry whereas like with dc right now say say if you wanted to read the flash pick it up Mm -hmm. start with issue one so you get the whole story what's going on and then you're good you don't need to read justice league you don't need to read any of the events Right. It doesn't tie into anything else. Uh, uh, same thing goes for Batman. Like right now, Batman is the main story of Joker War, and then the mm-hmm. other Bat Family books are tying into Joker War, but they're also their own stories. Yep. Well, because uh, because also right now, just so you're aware, this past week Dick Grayson got his memory got his memory back. Yeah. Oh, good. It, it was part of Joker War. Okay. So he's Nightwing again. Yeah. Hey, who didn't he have a persona while before before he got his memory back? Um. 
Well, there was one where he just kind of helped out the Night Wings, uh, which kind of found the, there were cops and firemen who found his suits. They were they were doing good at Bloodhaven, oh. and he was just he was just a caddy. Right. He was helping him out, uh, and then okay. Joker took control of him, and he became Dicky Boy. Dicky yep. Boy, oh, which okay. the son of the Joker, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, because Joker knows all of Bruce's secrets. Uh huh. So he knows who every member of the Bat Family is. So he tar- so this is a targeted Joker War is a targeted attack against the Bat Family. Right. Uh, and that's why he was uh, the, the one that they use, and then um, uh, they were they were able to bring him back with using the same crystal that turned him into Dicky Boy. Um, and now he uh, uh, and, all, and before he was Dicky Boy, he was a Talon. Right, right. I remember because that. Uh, uh, Talon found him <laughs> and, and used that memory crystal on him to turn him into a Talon, where he was never raised by Bruce Wayne. He was raised by uh, his grandfather, who was you know the Talon. Crazy. Yeah. So. But now, but now everything's good. Uh, good in the dick world. It's good to have things right in yes. the dick world. All right. You, you don't. You don't want things messed up down there. No, you definitely don't. All right. So the last recommendation that we have is mine, and you can definitely speak to it because you've brought it up a few times. Sarah and I just started watching Psych on Amazon Prime. Good. And what do you guys think so far? We are five episodes okay. in. Um, I'm enjoying it. It reminds me of something like a community where you can watch it passively and get enough out of it. Yes. But if you watch a little bit more closely, and I think community does a slightly better job, but if you watch a little bit more closely, there's definitely jokes in the background and there's a lot more going on in surface level. Yeah. Um, First of all, have you found the pineapple in every episode? Um, no, only the only the two episodes that they blatantly pull okay. out a pineapple. No, because there's a pineapple in every episode. I know, and I I remind myself at the beginning of every episode, and then I'm just watching yep. the show, and I completely forget. Because, to like, for it. example, one episode uh, later on in the show, the, the pineapple is just a doorbell that's shaped like a pineapple. Oh, or stuff okay. like that. You still see. Uh, like there might be times where like uh, Henry will be wearing like a uh, Hawaiian shirt with pineapples on it. That's that, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I definitely recommend sticking with the show uh, because mm-hmm. later on it gets really fun. Uh, be- uh, because Good. there's a lot of themed episodes. Uh, nice. Yeah, you were. Uh, there's uh, a lot of um, through lines that happen with different stories where there's retur- returning cool. characters, returning villains. Uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool guest stars to show up. Like in season two, for example, one of the guest stars is Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, a recurring uh, guest star is Carrie Elways. Uh, nice. Uh, yeah, he pops up a, a bunch. Uh, and then uh, yeah, like um, you'll, you'll definitely have uh, actors that you recognize uh, popping cool. up. Uh, one of the fan favorite episodes is in season six, and it's their take on The Hangover. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, where uh, uh, it's uh, Sean, Gus, Lassiter, and Woody the coroner um, uh, get get roofied, okay. uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they have no memory of what happened. But now they think that, like Lassiter killed a guy, and uh, uh, that apparently at one point Henry was also with them, but they didn't realize he was with them, and then he wakes up in a hotel room <laughs> where he thinks he ordered a hooker, <laughs> uh, okay. uh, and then. Uh, he's not wearing pants. Like it's, it gets ridiculous. Okay. I'm looking forward to those yeah. episodes. Uh, like, uh, that's why I, I definitely stick with it. Uh, 
And then make sure you watch the musical episode, which takes place sure. during season seven. Uh, right. And then uh, the two movies. Right. Yeah. Right now we're watching on Amazon Prime, but you mentioned that since we have Cox, we can watch it through cable. Those are Peacock. On yep. Peacock. So, right. We can watch it through the cable box on Peacock. So I think that we might just do that. Yeah. Said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, just uh, be aware that that version of Peacock does have ads. Yeah, whatever. But, uh, but I think they're brief ads. I, I think they're only at the start of the episodes. Oh, okay. Or what we can do is just watch it on Amazon for without ads, and then when we watch the movies, just switch over and watch exactly. the movies with exactly. ads. Exactly. As long as the deal doesn't run out with Amazon right. Prime. Yeah, because uh, uh, yeah, this show has eight seasons and two movies. Right. Yeah, it's going to take us a little while to get through yeah. eight seasons. Uh, uh, but I think uh, the musical is on Prime. Okay. Because I, I think it's the first episode of season seven. Oh, all right. Cool. Uh, although there's another storyline that happens there, too. That's a major storyline. That's from the end of season six going to season seven. So I'm not sure where the musical falls. If they want to interrupt that. And my might actually be listening right. to season finale, season seven. Yeah, I don't know. When I get to season seven, I'll touch base with you yeah. and we'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> but, uh, 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 yeah, I because... I know the kind of stuff that you like, and you will definitely appreciate what happens later on in the show. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, especially when uh, when they get to like some of the themed episodes that are just mm-hmm. are just funny as hell. Uh, and nice. a lot of times they'll, they'll do like their takes on different movies, like stuff like they do their, their they do their take on Indiana Jones. They do their take on um, The Hangover. Like I said, they do their take on, and then there were none. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, uh, they uh, they do uh, their takes on a lot of like, like classics movies and stories. Interesting. Yeah. All right, Pat. I think that just about does it for the podcast. podcast. Yeah. So we will not see you next week. Nope. I'll see you yeah. next week. Yeah. Well, I won't see you, the the royal yes. you, next week. So don't follow us on social media because we're going to shut all that stuff down. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a weird yeah. ending. I don't know how to. I don't know how to yeah, end because uh, don't go to iTunes and rate review or anything because everything's gonna be shut down soon. We're gonna start shutting mm-hmm. down all the accounts. Yeah, but you can keep up with me at Darth Pat on Twitter. Yeah, and you can keep up with me at Gino underscore Tyrone because those accounts aren't going anywhere. Those are our personal accounts, right? Well, we'll have to change our names on Twitch, but yeah, my might just yeah. keep it for historical purposes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but so I guess good night for now. Good night for now.